Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 191 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host, Daryl, and I'm here with Lauren. Hi, guys. How are we doing today, Lauren? We're okay. We have a bit of a cold at the moment, but it's okay. I we think. do? I do a little bit. I feel a bit snuffly. You feel it coming on. Yeah, it's like that thing where you just sort of like, oh, there's something there, but yeah. I think we've been feeling that way for a while, just yeah, in general. It's the sleep deprivation, more than likely. Yeah. But other than that, we're okay. We have um, some new information. We have we do episode Arden is out. Well, well no. episode Arden prologue is out. Sorry, yeah. Don't to... want to jump the gun there. Um, yeah, because they are two very different things. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting time. So yeah, today we're actually going to be talking about episode Arden prologue. Spoiler free though. Spoiler free. We're just going to be talking about our thoughts around what it is. Introduce some of the concepts it talks about, and then after that, we're going to run through the. Q&A that they released mm. which was uh well it, it was interesting <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna leave it at that and we'll, we'll talk about it more when we get to it right before we do though I need to remind everyone that Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network we have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union and we come out on iTunes as well as FinalFantasyUnion.com all right, so we're now going to do our Patreon shoutouts, and this is for everyone who has pledged $2.50 or more per episode. Starting with Nahi Klabawi, Chris Morales, Zach Duranto at ZDuranto58, Michael Graham, Barry Norton at Nortron Zero, Thorin Bullen at Massacre23, Tori Patrick, Fayez Bilal, Alex Ray Schneider at Alex Ray Schneider, Louis James, Rachel Castadon at Urbion Ray. Mohammed Kayam. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Darren Matthews at Doomster73. Joseph Robertson at Pokemon Trainer J. Alex and Rachel Troutman at Akira Name Jin. Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Billy Jackson at Underscore Billy Jackson. Miles Ribbons. Ishbel Ayala at Red Peppers. Rob Porter at Squirty Bertie One. David Calro. Tobias Cappy at The Tobias Keppy. Vitanitas. And Janik Nod at Janik Nod. Thank you so much, Thank everyone, you guys. especially the new guys who have supported this episode, which is uh, Fayez, Janet, and Alex increased their pledge. So Aww, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Okay. So it's time for us to move on to our feature discussion, which is around episode Arden prologue. Ooh. Ooh. So uh, this is all around uh, kind of showcasing Arden 2000 years prior to the beginning of Final Fantasy 15. He is an old dude. Well, he's not. He's an, he's an old dude in the in the game. In the game, but yeah. But in this particular thing, he's a young dude. He looks pretty hot for like a two thousand year old. <laughs> Just Good saying. Job, Good job. Just saying. Um, well, I mean, he's basically like a vampire. Mm. So you know. Anyway, so spoiler free discussion around episode Arden prologue specifically. I think the main game is kind of fair game at this point. It's been out almost two years. No, mm. over two years which is weird. Yeah. Um, so Our daughter is three. <laughs> yeah. So um, episode Arden prologue uh, is all about, yeah, they, they wanted to showcase Arden as kind of how he became what he was, but not, I don't think it's so much around that. It's more about like, they wanted you to just understand a bit more about him as a character. Mm. I mean, I always kind of got the feeling that he wasn't necessarily someone who was completely evil. I mean, granted, I don't think that most characters are completely evil, really. But this is just sort of, yeah, it shows the, it introduces the different side of Arden and what he was before he became. 
I think that's one he of the is. interesting things around Final Fantasy 15 uh, versus some of the other games. <laughs> Good job, Daddy. Thanks, thanks for that. Um, whereas, like, if we, I think we were talking about it on a, a couple of episodes ago, maybe where about the different villains mm. and how many of them are actually sympathetic. Like the the games showcased that before of them. Mm-hmm. So like Kefka probably wasn't showcased that well in Final Fantasy sixty uh, Final Fantasy six, but obviously before the experimentation he wasn't as mentally deranged as he was and he was probably more similar to Celes and Leo, who, even though they were representing the Gestalian Empire, were pretty well rounded people and weren't inherently evil. I mean Leo and yeah. Celes both end up kind of joining your cause per se. The only person in Final Fantasy who is just completely evil is Hojo. Full stop. Yes. There I, is yeah. not a good bone in that man's body at all. No. But he's the only one. Because even, <laughs> even like the other Shinra scientists like Professor Gast still ended up having a conscience. Yeah. But he has zero Although, conscience. Although I'd say Hollander didn't really have a conscience either. Mm. But yeah. But yeah, Hojo yeah. is pretty bad. Hojo yeah, like is many, horrible. many of the other antagonists, like there is a there's something that happened in their past that meant that they were a good guy. I mean, it's like Caius. Yeah. Caius and Arden are very similar in mm. the way that they are. They're both kind of these immortal beings who got cursed with something by trying to do something good. Yeah. And and then they had to kind of live with that and. I think with uh, with episode art and prologue, they're trying to show that transformation of how how he was trying to do things that were good, and how other people within the world didn't necessarily appreciate what he was trying to do in the yeah. way that he was trying to do it. Yeah. So there's four characters who appear in episode art and prologue that are named, um, but really it focuses on three. So there's Arden, there's Somnus, who is Arden's younger brother, and Era who is the first oracle Ooh. Uh, and is basically Arden's fiance and a clone of Luna Freya essentially yes <laughs> she basically is a clone of Luna Freya. yeah they even use Luna Freya's theme yeah so um and yeah so, so like it's this episode is all about how uh they're trying to deal with the star scourge mm-hmm. and that they're trying to um basically there's different factions who have different ways of dealing with it and They've they've been quite cheeky, I feel, in that the purpose of this obviously was to make Arden look like this really sympathetic character. Yeah. But to do that, they had to make Somnus look like this evil, horrible, sadistic, maniacal, tyrannical person. But then it kind of shows you how easily you can assume something is completely negative about someone else. Exactly. So that is interesting. Yeah, because like... It, it's I don't know I I don't know how you interpreted. Obviously, we're not going to talk about what happens or anything yeah. like that. But but like, what, did you after watching it? Did you feel that like Somnus was just this evil person? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, it's hard because well, yeah, I also don't want to spoil anything. But like, he kind of has an "I told you so" moment. But it's like, you know, it, it's it's a thing. Whenever you say "I told you so," it's it's hard to not sound like an awful person (laughs) yeah because it's just it's just like gotcha like you know and um but he couldn't he couldn't really control what was happening he could only just warn and well he he kind of he kind of did control it in a little bit yeah i mean 
Arden and Somnus both wanted to try and solve the problem. And but they, they just wanted, had different yeah, ways. They had different ways of trying to achieve that goal. Yeah. Um, and the main populace, I feel, backed Somnus and also the crystal backed Somnus in the way that he was trying to do it. Mm-hmm. And Arden had um, a, a group of followers who felt like what he was doing was the right thing. Yeah. But they, they weren't aware of the consequences. Uh, it's the same issue with like, uh, Rorschach versus Osmondas in Watchmen, essentially. Osmondas thinks obliteration and Rorschach thinks there's good in everybody. Let me see if I can handle this it, on the ground level. It's a story uh, that many, many other properties have, have tried to do. We were even talking this morning about, you know, uh, we've just been playing vampire. Mm. And um, you could argue that, that Arden is more of the Jonathan character. And, and there's a character within the game, uh, the priest, mm-hmm. who is, is kind of more akin to Somnus. But the difference is that um, Somnus is aware of wide implications whereas the priest didn't like Somnus has a lot more knowledge about things and there's a lot more riding on it although although saying that now I mean we're not turning into a vampire podcast don't worry but I I would almost sort of say that it's it's like the Aloysius character Aloysius Dawson because he he wants to just sort of keep all of the vampires and all the um sorry all of the um uh what's the skulls the skull disease out of the inner bit of London and like Jonathan doesn't doesn't think that that's the right option to completely quarantine all the healthy people in and destroy the rest of London essentially but yeah no not a vampire podcast sorry (laughs) (laughs) but no I just thought of that but yeah it's um it's a good it's a good little anime it's very short um I thought it was going to be 15 minutes and then it reached like the 11 minute mark and it's just like nope it's done it's so deceptive isn't it because it's not even 15 minutes because you've got the kind of intro thing where they're like there's two brothers and blah 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 and then there's the credits yeah which are like ages long yeah because i i because the official playstation channel uploaded it too and it was only 13 minutes and it's like well that's because they put a trailer for episode arden (laughs) at the end of the one on 15 channel but then really yes it's it's about like 10 to 11 minutes yeah so like when compared to something like brotherhood which was much more extensive like this is not the same thing what you mean i think they were about the same length well no just in the fact that there's like four episodes to brotherhood but that was well no sorry six six episodes wasn't there um but yeah like it's just in the sense that it felt a lot longer than episode arden prologue did because it was all split up so now it's it's done there's not going to be anything else until episode arden no which which um for your reference is releasing and we'll say again at the end is releasing on the 26th of march so it's mm-hmm. just over a month to wait until episode arden release they've been kind of cagey about what the connection is between the prologue and episode arden mm-hmm. uh, i guess like we'll where it's it. gonna um if it's gonna revamp like revamp what we've already seen or well it's more like so so obviously they introduced error as a character i don't think she's really going to feature within episode arden but they did say like so yeah one of the things they wanted to do was create parallels between the previous world and the new world so that's why they had somnus uh have his design based on noctis and errors was based on luna freya Mm. They said, and I don't really understand why, maybe that's just me not interpreting what they mean, but they said that they designed Error to look like Luna Freya because it 
it would give um are you a new light on why Arden behaves towards Luna? Oh. Oh, interesting. I would say it's because of... Um... Well, they specifically mentioned the Leviathan scene and what Arden yeah. does at that time. But I was like, if if Arden was Eris' fiancé, why would Arden have reacted that way towards Luna Freya? I think it's the slap. I think it's I think it's something to do with the slap that he gives Luna Freya. I think because he has a mission that he wants to do, but like she's betraying him. She's she kind of taps into his heart a bit because that's the only time where where Arden's very soft. because oh. he's um she stops him, doesn't oh, yeah, she? He has and that she moment. tries to heal him, and he then slaps her across the face. And I think that that is it. I think that that because Luna Freya reminds him of, um. Era. Era, yeah. <laughs> I, I will get the names. Um, because, yeah, she reminds him of Era. He's just like, for frick's sake, like, I have this, uh, my, my fiend body has this whole thing going on, and you're just, like, trying to screw it up. Just stop it. And then he gets very angry and does something he should never do to a woman, ever. But anyways. Um, to anyone. Yeah, to anyone. Um, but, like, sort of, um, I guess to round out a bit on the episode Arden prologue, I do like the animation. Um, it's it's very much a sort of um, it's it's very I don't know the word to say. It's just like anime, I guess is the only word that I can think of to describe it. The animation but is very is anime. anime. <laughs> but it's horrible, isn't it? But um, it's it's all right. Like it's decent. It's it's basically similar to what we saw with Brotherhood. It's, just well, it's maybe, exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it, I think the animation is quite nice. Um, Although, it's nice to see art in the way that it maybe is. I am uh, remembering incorrectly, but when Brotherhood came out, were you not critical of the animation? Uh, well, I think I don't know. I didn't think I was. Mm. Maybe I don't it was something remember. else I was thinking about. Hmm. Maybe your face. Yeah. <laughs> but no, no. I mean, like, I think. It, it's not it's not like a studio ghibli film it's not like like high class animation where you get like really 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 in depth it's it's quite um quite rushed rushed animation i guess yeah. in a little bit but it's hard for me to be critical of animation because i don't understand much about it but compared to something like studio ghibli it's it's not it's not spirited away but quality. It's, it's an interesting point in terms of you feeling it looks rushed because it, it feels as though and and i got the vibe again from the q a they published after well around the same time as, as the prologue video that it just they don't really know what they're doing yeah and like so one of my big bugbears about all of the active time reports that tabata did with the fuji <laughs> was that they would just ask questions that it seemed like Tabata had never seen before in his life. Yeah. And then he would just answer and come up with a load of stuff that just then causes a load of drama. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's really 100% what happened here, but it did seem as though they were being asked questions. And then the guys they had there, who was the scenario writer, um, the director, and the new producer, eventually effectively replaced Tabata. Mm-hmm. They didn't really know how to answer some of the questions. It's like, surely you'd run through this with them beforehand. <laughs> yeah. They did have some notes 
that they were um, looking at with regards to one of the last questions, which was, what are the hobbies of Arden, Error, and Somnus? Like, mm. does, that, does that matter? Like, <laughs> People but, care about their hobbies, okay? But, but like, yeah. Tennis just, is a very important character trait to our characters. They didn't play tennis. Well, I'm just using a random one, okay? It's very important. For reference, um, their hobbies, from what I remember, were Era likes architecture. Architecture is very important to her um, character. And she likes growing flowers. Flowers, again? Basically, just Luna Freya's. Yeah, and but, then, but she has white flowers. And I think they also Luna said... Luna Freya has blue. The silly blossoms. Yeah, they're white. In uh, episode Arda and Prologue, I'm pretty sure. Weren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. yeah, And they said that Somnus's hobbies, I think, was fishing. So. (laughs) (laughs) There's a connection there. And they also did uh, do a throwback to the old Nomura days of this game because they said that Arden and Somnus used to play chess against each other when they were younger, which is a nice allusion to Kingdom Hearts 3 if you've recently played it because young Xehanort and young Eriquis also play chess together they must have just had a meeting one day and it was just like okay guys we have to appear as though we are intelligent let's just put chess in all of our games because then then we'll have an extra connection with the characters and we'll also appear very very intelligent good sorted done script written script written written. chess game (laughs) easy um yeah anyway so basically they were talking about like one of the first questions was did the cancellation of the dlc change anything and like they just i don't really understand why they were saying it Mm. because they just said right what happened was we did that poll where we asked people what they wanted to see we didn't really have a plan for what we were going to do with the results but arden won so what we decided we were going to do was we were going to make an anime very similar to brotherhood that would just explain the origin, kind of the background of that character, like it, the other Brotherhood episodes did, and and that would just be put out as a nice piece of good PR, like yay, we love our fans, kind of thing. And this is literally what they said in the video. Like, yeah. it's, I was like, they just they just said that episode Arden prologue was just a piece of PR for mm. them, and then for some reason, I guess because of their passion for the project and everything, they were like, no, we don't just want to make an anime. We want to make four pieces of DLC, and one of them is going to be about Arden. <laughs> so, the cancellation of the DLC made no, no change to this whatsoever because this anime was the one thing they actually were going to do yeah. originally yeah. after the poll, and everything else after that just kind of came. And I was like, uh, uh, like <laughs> okay. Just kind of throw it all in there. Yeah, I just, I just thought that was a really weird thing to start talking about um yeah i mean yeah there 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 is just no but it also makes me feel as though this the episode arden prologue could have been released a long time ago but they Mm. just chose not to because they knew they were then going to make the dlc episode so then they postponed it to be promotion for the dlc instead of promotion for we love our fans (laughs) possibly but yeah i mean it's hard. It's hard because we don't we don't really know. We don't know the plan as to what they were doing or what they sort of are doing now like but yeah, it it's complicated. They what? really should have a better screening essentially of their questions during yes. the Q&A. Yes, they should. One thing I do want to say though is that 
Okay, so one of the questions was, we know that Somnus and uh, Era are based on Luna Freya and Noctis. Are we going to see more about Gladiolus and Ignis's ancestors in episode <laughs> Arden? To which they just kind of said, uh, no. <laughs> um, but they did say that Claris is returning in episode Arden. Hashtag justice for Claris. We made that campaign just after the game release because Claris was not in Final Fantasy 15 or remotely referenced depending on your point of view. They listened to our podcast. <laughs> they, must, they must have done. Our videos and everything, our campaign, it worked. Claris is confirmed to be in episode Arden. High five. Yay, high five. That makes me feel so good. Aw. Claris is your favorite character. I just... <laughs> He just needed something, you know? <laughs> he just needs some love. He had two kids in that game more he than did. any other. That family was more represented than any other. I know, and they didn't even mourn his death. Nope. <laughs> no, they didn't. But he's going to be in the game. Yeah. He's going to be in episode Arden. Um, they also had the trailer at the end of it, which was very confusing. I have no idea what's going on in most of that. <laughs> but it's going to be... It looks like it's going to be fun. Naked Ifrit walking through the streets. <laughs> Hot stuff. That that's the song that should be playing while he's walking through the street. Mm. Hot stuff, baby. Da, da, da. I want some hot stuff. No, sorry. But on that note, the when I was saying about the lack of screening and preparation or anything like that, the new producer said that if there are enough requests for Ignis's family members to appear in the world of Final Fantasy Fifteen, they'll try and do what they can to put it in. And it was like. And then the other two guys, the scenario writer and the director, just kind of looked at each other and just said, how are we going to do that exactly? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like Ignis's parents just have to have a scene where they just like pan well, over. Maybe they're now going to write them family. into, because they said they're going to write the novel, right? Yeah. Maybe maybe they'll put something in there about them. I don't know. <laughs> like, But then uh... that just makes it feel like, I don't know. It just everything just seems so weirdly unplanned, and it just makes me so uncomfortable. And I know I need it shouldn't because yeah, every single time you look at all this stuff around older games, it just seems like they're just winging it the entire time. Yeah, like we're working on a video, uh, or we will have when this comes out, we would have published a video about uh, cloud, mm-hmm. and I found this all this stuff around Advent Children and how they literally just winged the entire thing. <laughs> they had no idea what they were doing. Well, Nomura had a plan in his head and he just wrote stuff down on paper and then basically gave it to people and said, interpret that as best as you can yep. and we'll make something out of it. <laughs> Including the sword, the fusion sword. Yes. <laughs> on that note about the books, though, we have had some people on Twitter um, sort of translate some of the stuff that has come out about it. Um, it's a description uh, somebody's translated the description for uh, the book. So um, they've labeled some of the things that is going to be mentioned. Uh, granted, uh, the person who wrote this, it was uh, at no name FF15 on, um, on Twitter. And uh, they said there might be any errors and they apologize. <laughs> but it's kind of gives you an, uh, a bit of an overview of what actually will be in this novel and one of the things is of course Arden um so the description of for Arden just says Arden the man who saved the demons from Star Scourge meant to become founder of King but instead bore a tragic fate so it's essentially what we've seen already but for episode Aranea 
It says, uh, the Imperial Commodore entrusted with a girl of destiny amidst a a crumbling Niflheim Empire on the Empire's final day. So that seems interesting. I don't know what that's going to be about. Like... Aranea. Well, yeah, duh. But does that mean that she's going to find another person on the final day of Niflheim? Like... Could be talking about Eris, maybe. Maybe. Um, and then for Luna Freya, it says, uh, the oracle who awakens from death to find her own body altered. Now, with this one, there was a bit of contention as to what what that actually did mean um, if if it was translated a bit a bit differently. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. If it's going to be zombie Luna Freya, well, or the, I guess the weird thing about this stuff is, and as to why it, it probably doesn't actually need to exist is. They said that all this stuff was going to be non-canon, right? I guess so. I don't know. No, I don't know. And no, because it's well, it's supposed to be the DLC that we were supposed to get. Yeah, but the DLC was supposed to be non-canon. They yeah. said that. Everything... Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It was like alternative, uh, alternate reality type thing. So yeah. Um, and then finally, anything um, is possible. Yeah. Finally, the Noctis one is the true king ponders his fate over the prolonged stretch of time. So it's going to be during the ten year. Um, I guess I don't know. Yeah, while he was away. While I guess. he was away. Yeah. But yeah. Um. Either way, it's going to be done by June Aishima, who also. Yep. She wrote all of the a lot of the other novels. Yeah, wrote the Nero Tamata uh, novels. And she stuff. wrote um the uh, the novels for for Fantasy Thirteen as well. Mm. So I mean, I don't. They did say that it's planned. They are planning on releasing it over here, but it's it's sort of. Um, iffy as to when that will actually be. Yeah, it could be five years time. Yeah, um, I'm sure that there will be some fan translations uh, in the meantime, though, that will pop up. But yeah, it's it it is sort of like that thing where it's like the Final Fantasy X novels, where you're just kind of like, what is is this going to be a good thing? Is this going to be something that's not necessary? I don't know. But either way, I th- I felt I felt compelled to bring it up. Thank you for doing so. You're very welcome, Daddies. Daryl's. Um, I should say Daryl's. I have. I have to get out of the habit of calling you Daddies am, on the podcast. I am not the father of the podcast. You could be. You're the father of Final. <laughs> you're the father of Final Fantasy. I podcast. am the father of Final Fantasy Union. Mm. Well, you're kind of the stepfather, because I mean, Kyle was sort of like the father. He was to the start founder with. of the podcast, but it wasn't yeah. originally called Final Fantasy Union. Ah, uh, yeah, it was FXN. Exactly. So you're the step, step, step dad. No, I am the father <laughs> of Final Fantasy Union. I created Final Fantasy Union. Like, damn like, it, I created it. Like, you did. Don't take that away from me. Okay, okay. All right, so I think that's pretty much the end of our discussion. Um, I I presume we're going to play a, a episode Arden at some point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it will be, I don't know, it won't be next podcast, will it? No. It'll be the podcast. Not even, it probably won't even be the one after that. No. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds interesting. I I'm curious as to how they'll handle it. And Arden's always fun. I mean, Arden is an interesting character who I do think deserved a bit more time in Final Fantasy 15. Well, yeah. I mean, that was but... one of the things they were talking about in the Q and A that they didn't really explain anything about him in the yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. No, they just kind of let him. Just he just ended up being this mysterious guy, and which like kind of makes it strange as to why so many people love him because he mm. didn't really have any development it's the noctis effect it's the fact that like it's the mystery and what could have been of arden and that type of thing okay i think i'll, I'll take your word for that yeah i think if i if i can tap into the brain of other people i don't know okay 
Well, um, our music today is from Final Fantasy XV. I thought it was appropriate, hmm. considering everything else is an allusion to Nuna. They combined uh, Luna and Noctis. It's because the arrangement is actually a combination of their themes, so it's uh, appropriate to call them Nuna. Nula. Nula? Uh, Nuna. Loctis? Nona. Loctis? No- Noctis. Luna. Nona. Um, yeah, so no- it's an arrangement no. of uh, Luna's theme and Noctis's themes um, by Perovskite13. Mm. I, I don't. I, I probably just butchered that username. I'm very sorry. But it's on YouTube. Um, and I guess there's a, a fun story because everyone likes it when I tell stories about the music segments now. Um, I was lucky enough to attend the Abbey Road concert. Lauren, unfortunately, was not because she was no. heavily pregnant at that point. Mm. Um, and uh, they debuted, I believe they debuted Luna's theme and Noctis's theme for the mm. first time at that point. And Luna's theme just really blew me. I, I think it... It was the theme that I liked the most out of the concert. I think it had the most uh, power. Um, and after hearing the connection, I cannot unhear Dearly Beloved in it. <laughs> but I think the second part of it, I've probably talked about it before, but the second part of Luna's theme is just so such a powerful piece of music. Mm. Noctis's theme didn't really win me over at the time. I just didn't see it. Mm. Uh, and I think maybe after you finish the game, it's a little bit clearer, but... I do think Luna Freya has a bit more of an emotional an emotional thing, especially considering her fate. But I mean, Noctis kind of has yeah. an, a bad fate as well. well I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm I think it's not. because I think that Som... Like, it, you just want to say that Somnus is Noctis's theme just because it's the theme of the game. Yeah, but then they had to retcon that one. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I, I feel as a Noctis's theme, um, it wasn't it wasn't as... It was the the second rate version of the the two. I think mm-hmm. I, I, Luna's theme is much better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that little anecdote that, that I I was there when they debuted them. Oh, oh. so amazing! Oh, I didn't cry. Nah, didn't but you cry. got to talk to Yoko Shimomura, which briefly, was nice. yes, yeah. briefly, very briefly. I said, "Can I have a picture, please?" And she very happily said yes. And then oh, your best was, friends, and that was it. Friends. She was getting a lot of alcohol. she seems like a very lovely lady she is very considering what she had to go through with uh making music back in the day it just seems to be like her and uh nabura umatsu just seem like they're just so full of life yeah they're just so happy yeah yeah no definitely but anyway so uh the next episode of final fantasy union is scheduled to come out on the 12th of march be sure to subscribe to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. And if you just search for Final Fantasy, we are there or thereabouts. Apparently, we are consistently in the top 100 video game podcasts in the world. Ooh. And from what I can establish... Okay, so we are often neck and neck with a Pokemon podcast, which I think is called It's Super Effective. Mm. But we're neck and neck with them for the most uh, popular Japanese-exclusive podcast. Because like, we only talk about a Japanese-specific game. Yeah, as they us. do with Pokemon. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, you like us. Yeah, you actually like us. And of course, you can check out all our news coverage at FinalFantasyUnion.com, which is provided by Braden. If you really enjoy what we do, we had a couple of new Patreon supporters this episode, which we are so thankful for. But if you want to check us out on Patreon, uh, feel free to check us out at patreoncom union And with that, I think it's time to say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. And I'm Daryl saying goodbye. This has been a FinalFantasyUnion.com production.